but that more or less was the second or third time that I got crabs. So it gets easier on the body. So Zach, I should probably tell you we're live now. Um, Got to work out a countdown system or something, but I'm getting intern on this. I kind of like this a little bit more, to be honest. Um, I know, I know you enjoy that. I really do. Uh, mm -hmm. Thank you guys so much for joining us here at the Criminally Mental Podcast. My name is Cody, or Zach's prettier best friend. God, I hate you so much. My name is Zachary Allegedly Galloway, and here to introduce our show is the host of the VT Network, Dead Man. Welcome to the Criminally Mental Podcast, where we talk about mental health and the criminal justice system with your two hosts, Cody Green and Zach Galloway, currently both on parole and compassionate release. Now, here's the show. So, fun fact, every week, obviously, I make a comment about his voice and everything like that and how great it is. And and that's that's actually our friend, Dead Man. He's a, he's a great guy. I've been on his show. Uh, but I have received several DMs recently from people thinking that we were dating, actually. Interesting. Yeah. Is it just because you're so intense about his voice? People are like, oh, they got to be a thing. I mean, it could be. Uh, but at first I was like, that's weird because, you know, he's definitely not my type. But then I thought about it. Yeah, I, I can see that. Just for the voice? Or you like just it? Just the voice. Just, just the voice? voice. Okay, okay. I mean, if he ever got like laryngitis, it'd be over. So <laughs> <laughs> but up until that point it'd be a happy relationship for sure all right well that's good to know i'm sure i'm sure everyone is so glad they know that now <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm good yeah the more you know you know what we haven't talked about in a while um apartheid our balls ah i was about to say we talked about apartheid last week Yes, we haven't talked about our balls very often and as you guys know our uh, our sponsor manscaped up over there in the corner uh, provided us with a lot of gear to try out, and we tried it out and kind of fell in love with the product, to be totally honest with you. And we don't want to sound like salesmen, even though that's basically what we're doing right now. <laughs> but uh, they do have an amazing product. If you guys want to go there and use the code, say it, Gallowop. God, I hate you so much more every week. It's amazing. Anyway, uh, if you want to use the promo code GALLOWOP, you actually get a discount on your order. It really helps support us at the show. Uh, it really helps keep this going. And plus, you get an awesome product. There's some amazing things in there. Cody, what's your, what's your favorite product in that bag? Uh, the ball toner is really good. Like, don't get me wrong. I love the I love the um, the actual 3.0 lawnmower, the razor itself. Right. But that ball toner is so nice because let's be honest, it can get a little musty down there. It's nice to be able to spritz it up throughout the day. Do you know what the ball toner is amazing for? Anybody who works out. If you are someone who works out and you happen to have testicles, you need the ball toner in your life. Because you know that even when it's not, you know, like right after workout, you still, you're a sweaty person. That's yeah. that part of your life. That's real. That's, that's just what it is. I look at it as the same way where you're like, you know, in high school and middle school where guys are oblivious and don't just put on some cologne or something after they yeah. work out. Like it, it's the same thing. Like it's super easy. It's a good product. And I personally love it. But someone just asked, oh, my, what did I join? I'll tell you what you joined. You joined amazing conversation about mine and Zach's balls. Well, the, cool, the the cool thing about it, and wow, I never thought I'd hear, hear you use the phrase "mine and Zach's balls" in the same sentence. But anyway, moving on from that point, uh, something that I think is cool, and like we did take our time picking who we wanted our sponsor to be, is that we want to kind of normalize men taking care of themselves and that being an okay thing to do. You know, uh, and that's that's one of the great things about this. It's it's a uh, it's part of what we believe doing here. You know, normalizing things, talking about things, men taking care of themselves and self-care needs to be something that we're okay with here. So, yeah. And not only that, but it's just the ability to talk about a product that we truly do use and enjoy because we waited. I don't think people understand that we had several offers, um, a lot of really crazy sponsorship offers, and we did hold out for something that we really liked. Um, and I mean, when I tell you we had a decent amount like us individually, I know we get a lot of offers, but as soon as our podcast started, people wanted to be a part of it. 
and we waited until we found something that you know we could try out and both actually enjoy and so like this person said here love yourself and your balls your balls See, will thank you laura i i like that slogan laura <laughs> love yourself and your balls i mean our slogan officially is what your balls will thank you yeah yeah but that's just i don't know why but that puts a terrifying image in my mind <laughs> Because in any universe where my balls could talk, I don't want to live there. That's that's real. That's that's that wouldn't be wise. I don't yeah, know. you took that to a weird place, and that's coming from the schizophrenic guy. So I'm just saying it's a valid point. No, I yeah, I would be freaked out too. That's uh, that sounds terrifying. Mm -hmm. Oh my god! And another thing we could talk about since we're on the topic of shaving, Zach, what happened to your face? All right, so. Uh, my fiance and I, I mean, I, I'd thrown the idea around, like I, I haven't shaved in a while. I wonder what that's going to do. So essentially he, uh, he had me shave my, my beard off into different stages. And I got to say some of them, I actually really liked like the, uh, the, uh, I don't know what you call that. It's like the civil war sort of mustache where you have nothing right here. Oh yeah. I don't like, know. Is there a name for that one? I feel like there is. I, there has to be a name for that. But I rocked the shit out of that one at first. So much that I wanted to stop and keep that, but you wanted me to keep going. And then uh, I did like the, the. I mean, obviously it's the Hitler mustache, but on the live we had to call it the Charlie Chaplin mustache. Yeah. But it was it was just fun. But fortunately for me, unlike you, um, I've gone through puberty and mine will grow, grow back pretty quick. Wow. But, it's growing back. I mean, the sides are still a little rough. But you got to admit, I can grow pretty decent goatee. You can. You can for a 12-year-old. Wow. But, um, no, you do, grow, you do grow a pretty good goatee. Oh, Calling me a 12-year-old when you're the same height as a lot of 12-year-olds. Come on, man. Oh, someone's, been, someone's been reading my comments. <laughs> <laughs> I did chuckle a little bit when I saw that one. Um, and then you told the story about how someone in public. Oh, my. Okay, so. <sighs> So I, I get recognized in public from time to time. And this time I was at the food lion down the street from our house and the girl in, in front of me in line kept turning behind, you know, looking behind and looking at me and then turn back, turn back and looking at me and then kind of turn back. So the next time she did, I figured it stop being awkward. So I waved. I was like, hi. And she, uh, she did the pull your mask down motion. You know, like I need to see your face sort of thing. Yeah. So I did and she goes, oh, I thought you were this internet guy. And I'm like, oh, yeah? Who's that? And she's like, oh, it doesn't matter. He's really short. <laughs> At least she didn't say, oh, I thought you were Zacharias Phoebe Galloway. <laughs> I would have actually preferred that to be in all, in all fairness. But and like now when I meet people and they if they've ever seen any of our content together, they assume I'm like five foot three. That makes me so happy deep inside. Um, you know what's funny is uh like when you actually do come out to visit and we make content together, people will notice that you're short, but you five eight's not that short, you know. It's you know, well, you, you also tell people I'm sixty-eight years old, so I mean <laughs> that and people believe that too it's insane there are there are legitimately people out there that because of my roasts believe zach is a five foot three 80 year old man named zacharias phoebe gallowop and when i tell you that nothing in the world has made me happier I, it's it's just such an accomplished feeling by the way on the topic of roasts I feel like uh, I feel like it's kind of your turn. I put a couple out there. Oh, you know what? I started to I started to work on mine earlier today, and then I realized that I'd rather do anything else but think about you. Um, but uh, I, you're right, though. I do need I do need to roast you again. We'll, let's do that tomorrow. That needs to happen right. tomorrow. I mean, you could just admit to the people that the last couple roasts were so brutal that you're afraid to fire back. I will certainly admit that you have gotten considerably better with your roasts. Um, I will never admit that I'm afraid of your pathetic roasts. I mean, you still you still call me up after you post these. You're like, bro, I'm so sorry if this crossed the line. And, you know, like I'm over here with my fiance. I'd be like, bro, you're so gay right now. Why are you so gay? Why are you I, so gay? I just want to make sure, you know, it's, it's the hippie inside of me. I want to make sure because 
Cause like I've done some jokes that I'm like, okay, just in case the cancel people come for me, I want to make sure that Zach's okay with it. So I could be like, Hey, Zach's cool with it. You can't be too mad at me. You know, let's be absolutely clear about this. If cancel culture comes from you or comes at you about something you told me, I'm definitely going to deny that you ever came to me with that shit right away. I'll be like, I don't know where this came from. Uh, I mean, like he said the N word a couple times in private. But I, I thought he was part of a joke. I never knew he was like this. I mean, whew. Wow. I'm starting to, I'm starting to think that that's not a ghost costume that he has in his closet. That's just I'm, all I'm saying. Not a ghost costume. That's that's pretty good. Well, it's glad to know that you would immediately sell me out and throw me under the bus. I probably wouldn't even wait for them to ask. Yeah, you stupid anyways. That's yeah. what your post is going to be. Just like blatant lies trying to diminish my character. No, no. I'll, I'll always sprinkle in a little bit of the truth and then it's your choice, America. Yeah, you know, uh, which you decide is true or not, but well, that's the you know I will say that like I've been seeing some I've been seeing some bigger creators get a lot of a lot of hate for some of the stuff they do online. The cool thing about our platform is we've put the worst parts of our past out in the open. So like honestly, even like when we did that that BS about Eric B. Zink and he yeah. tried to come after you for one of your charges and used your mug shots. It's like, bro, that shit was out there. Like it's known. This yeah, is, that, no that is old news. I mean, and, but that's really one of the benefit about, I mean, when, when we started this show, uh, we kind of agreed on some basic terms. And one of them was that we were just going to always be open and real with people from the get go. And I think something that's made it really easy for us that a lot of people with shows have had the issue with is like, they have to keep shit straight, I guess, in a way, you know, they have to, you know, like stick to their shtick or whatever it is. And, and uh, we don't have to worry about that. You know, we no. can, we can be jackasses and, and make that our thing. Well, it's, it's really nice also for authenticity. I know that a lot of people come back and watch the show every week because they know we're not going to sugarcoat anything. Um, if we bring a cop on, we're not going to, we're not going to get all like, no offense. We're not going to get all worshipy and praise them for their job. We're going to ask real questions, but we do the same with people on our side of the track too. So we do yeah. the same with other felons and people with drug addiction. And we give everyone shit across the board. We ask everyone difficult questions and we don't take anything out. Yeah. And that's, that's a big thing. We don't edit any of the show. And I think, um, I think something that we're kind of running into a problem with getting a cop on the show is that they may have the impression that it's going to be like an ambush. Yeah. Because you know I mean? everyone I've reached out to, has either passed me off to an agent, which is just kind of like a bullshit way of not answering the, you know, the question in the first place, or just flat out said they're, they're you know, not interested in doing it at this time. And like, we don't want to ambush anybody. You know, if we have a cop on the show, we want to talk to them as another human being, give them that amount of respect that they get as a human being uh, and really level with them. We've both had experiences, uh, both positive and negative, obviously probably more negative. Yep. And it would be great if we could create a space where we could honestly talk about those things. I mean, are we going to bootlick you because you wear a badge? No. Are we going to respect you because you're a human being and you're on our show? Absolutely. Yep. We're felons. We're all about respect. So that's the, that's the reality of, of uh, where we're at with getting a cop on the show. But I do want that to happen very bad. Yeah. And if you guys know anyone, it could be a TikToker, a YouTuber, anyone who's a police officer that would be interested in being on here, let us know because it is something we want to do. Yes, we're going to joke around with them a little bit, but it will not be an ambush. We yeah. are not going to put someone on the spot and make them feel bad about what they do for a living. We might ask some tough questions, but we, every single guest we have on, we always start by asking, is there anything you do not want to talk about? Is there anything that you want to keep to yourself or you just don't want to be pressed on? And it'll be the same thing with a cop. Yeah. Um, only exception to that rule would be is if we could get Eric B. Zink to come on. Um, oh God, I want that to happen so badly. I want that so badly. I, I yeah. I just have a hard time feeling he would ever agree to it, especially since me and you, he's blocked both of us on every platform. I'm oh yeah. Sure. Uh, blocked us everywhere. Continues to talk massive amounts of shit. Uh, 
But, oh, man, if we could get him on the show. But realistically, I don't know how impartial I could be in that interview. Yeah, me. You know, I mean, really. Uh, we do have a comment right here that says, not one cares. So this is the TikToker I mentioned to you, Zach. He, I've already extended an offer for him to be on the show. He is an, a retired bail bondsman. So he's the guy who used to go get people for warrants. Um, I specifically found his account because he did a story time about arresting a schizophrenic person. And the schizophrenic person, they didn't handcuff him or anything. And he got in a fist fight with one of his hallucinations. And I thought that was a really cool story of him to tell. Um, and I think... For now, that might be the closest thing to a cop we're going to get on the show. I, I think I know who you're talking I think that's Jim. He's actually a friend of mine. Oh, um, really? Yeah, if I remember correctly. Yeah. But um, either way, that I'd, I'd love to talk to a, a, a bail bond reinforcement agent. Well, because know. they work with police officers pretty closely, don't they? It depends on the area. Um, the interactions that I had with uh, bounty hunters or things like that were like they were basically just thugs that kind of had some authority but that was the areas that i lived in i know it's very different in different states and across the states and stuff like that i would imagine it is a terrifying job just because most people aren't going to take a shot off at a cop if they're going to try to get if they're getting arrested because it's a fucking cop but i think a lot of more people would be willing to hurt a, a bondsman enforcement agent than a cop so i would imagine it's a pretty rough job yeah exactly well and i think uh, i think they're kind of put in a lot of really bad situations if you're going hunting someone down um you're you're kind of going out to their space you know yeah you, you don't get to choose your ground very easily it's one of those jobs man where like people have told me about in the past you know and all i can think of is like wow why the fuck would you ever want to do that yeah <laughs> i kind of thought that too i know a guy who does that job but in detroit and i was like oh like no 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 <laughs> Uh -uh. I was like, I don't think you could pay me enough to do that job in Detroit. <laughs> I would do it around here um, in Wisconsin. <laughs> Mostly you're dealing with drunk people who forgot to show up to court, I'm sure. Oh, my God. That would make an amazing show, fucking Wisconsin Bounty Hunter. <laughs> Just like one guy in a tractor slowly going around town and like, like politely knocking on doors. I mean, like, hey, you got to come to jail. Yeah, uh, you're going to have to come in, bud. Like, sorry about that. Yeah. I hate to be the bearer of bad news, pal. Hey there, bud. I know, I know it's early on a Sunday and all. I know the Packer game's on at noon, but I, I got to bring you in. I apologize. So sorry. So sorry. Or as you politely refer to it, Diet Canada. It is Diet Canada. I was talking about this with my neighbor uh, today. If you don't live in Wisconsin or any of the states surrounding Wisconsin, you probably can't pick it out on a map. And that's just the reality of America. Is it really? Yeah. Oh. I feel like that's an accurate statement. It I mean, I feel like there's some states that are true with that about me. But it's like mostly states out east I have trouble with. Like, I like now that I've been to Pennsylvania, I can point that out. But if you're like, hey, where's North Carolina? Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't fucking know where North Carolina The American education system is just so good. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to stay out of this one. I'm pretty, I'm, I, I don't think people understand how much of a functional idiot I am. Uh, and that's just the absolute truth of the matter my I, life my life is basically based around the fact that i've been somehow able to surround myself with functional intelligent people that don't mind going out of their way to remind me to do basic fucking things so if it makes you feel any better i think people are more aware of how much of an idiot you are than you think i um, feel better about that i do okay, actually. good I just don't want you living thinking that people aren't aware at all. I think they have a general idea. I'm glad. I'm glad you're looking out for me, Cody. Yeah, anytime, man. Anytime. <laughs> so what's up? Are we are we supposed to have a guest coming on soon? Or we do have Anti Steezy coming on. Um, he's just uh, currently trying to get to a computer, so he is running a little behind. Tony, uh, Tony, or as most of you guys know, him as Anti Steezy is coming on today to uh, talk about his his memoirs he's releasing. It's cheesy to be Steezy, a life of sex, crime, and drag in Hollywood. Uh, so we're definitely looking forward to it. Um, love to talk to him about that. 
Um, I, uh, I actually love that. That's, that's kind of hilarious. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I, I want to know what he says. Can you remember that? So when he gets on, you can start by introducing him that way. Because yeah, type that down because I don't even remember it fully now. Hold on. <laughs> You're so good at improvising that you forget <laughs> what you said two minutes ago. And that's why I love doing this show with you. It's just so good impromptu. It, like, there are times that I like rewatch the show and I know it shouldn't be like watching it for the first time. Like I'm aware of that, but there, there are times where I'll watch it and be like, huh, <laughs> I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> <laughs> which, which times are we specifically referring to? Cause there's a couple times where we're like mid show and I'm like, is this the best conversation to be having? Once again, though, I think that leads to our authenticity on the show. Well, a big, a big thing that factors into this is neither one of us are trained or talented in this in any way, shape or form. So authenticity is basically what we have to bring to the table. Yeah. I don't know about you, Zach, but I've always considered myself a bit of a professional. Um, Jesus Christ. (laughs) If we let that hashtag die, that would be amazing. That no, it's got to continue. What it was something I mispronounced on the very first podcast, wasn't it? I'm pretty sure you said Twainweck. I think that's what you yeah. mispronounced. Yeah. That was rough. That first episode, I went back and listened to it last week. I don't know if you know this. We're like 13 episodes into this now. And yeah. I went back and listened to our first episode. And although we're definitely still not professionals, it's gotten so much better. Um, because I think we've gotten better at reading each other, figuring out like, like the cues over camera. And then also our guests are, we really are able to prepare more with them before the show. Well, I think it's like with, with anything, especially when you're doing like a show, especially one like this, where we're bringing new people in every week and talking to them, you know, the growing pains of getting off the ground are a bit rough, you know, cause you don't, you don't know how that first one's going to go. We thought it was going to go so much worse than it did. Didn't we? Like we were talking about that before the, the first episode. We're like, this is going to be fucking horrible. The best part was that's how we advertised it to people. Yeah. All of the TikToks we made, everything on Instagram, we were like, oh, it's going to be bad. So I feel like we gave ourselves a little bit of wiggle room for that first episode, um, which is, I think it made it a little bit better than it actually was. It kind of made it more like the audience is experiencing this train wreck with us more than just watching it i feel yeah exactly all right do you want to do your intro again zach oh yes absolutely so uh please welcome to the show tony or as most of you guys know him auntie steezy he's here to talk about his new book uh his memoirs it's cheesy to be steezy a tale of drugs sex and drag in hollywood thank you welcome to the show tony (laughs) what's up man (laughs) What's up, guys? Yeah, no, the new book will be coming out um, April 20th. It's got a whole lot of cool cameos in it. It's got a lot of stuff with, you know, the old Ozzy, something about fire ants. It'll be a really good time, yeah. I do want I do want production credits if you ever do that memoir. Okay, good, good. All right, well, thanks so much for joining us, man. I really appreciate it. I'm so sorry it took me so long. I had a million things going on and just completely spaced and I get back here and the fucking Wi-Fi doesn't work. So I'm on a laptop right now on a hotspot. Oh, you're all good, man. No worries. Yeah. Um, we just, we appreciate you being here at all. Cause um, I know when we started the show, um, you seemed really pumped to come on and hang out with oh, us. Absolutely. Yeah. And then you watch the show and now it's not so much, but yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it is a little difficult to like considering, but. For sure. So, um, I mean, how have you been, man? What's going on? I've been keeping up with your halfway content, dude. I've been loving that stuff. Um, I uh, I just checked out Liquid Death for the first time, which awesome. I was like, what is this? I thought it was an energy drink or something. Uh, it's it's not, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely I'm curious, not what is this? Where's Liquid Death? Liquid Death Where Mountain. Where can I buy it? The best shit on the planet. You could buy it in a number of name brand retailers throughout the United States, but specifically on the western you know, side of the U.S. Just about every 7-Eleven, they carry them at Whole Foods, or you can get them at their website at liquiddeath.com. And feel free to join the country club where you contractually, legally binding, and eternally can sell them your soul for a free case of water. 
And that's no bullshit. They have lawyers dedicated to people getting out of it. I don't know the last part. I'm just assuming that. But like the contract is pretty good. <laughs> well, that was a thing that happened. Uh, so what is all this? What does someone want to clue me in? Uh, it's just it's canned water. It's really, really cool canned water. And um, they have a very massive like foot in the anti-plastic movement because at the end of it, I mean, they, they have these little carbon, um, like carbon waste plushies. I can't remember what they're called off the top of my head, but it's like sea turtles and shit with Coke straws through their noses. And they got like the plastic, but they're plushies. They're sick. And it's just like to show it's what- cute. It's, cute. it's cute. It's cute. It's gruesome. They're horrible, but it's cute. It's cute. Like Let me turn a light on in here really quick. So this looks a little bit better. Yeah, you, look, you look like you're doing like a save me video from somewhere deep in Pakistan. Yeah, no, I'm up a newspaper and just, somewhere with Tony Stark. I'm helping him invent the Mark One. No, uh, makes sense. I was I just assumed Zach was keeping you in the basement, and that's why it was dark down oh, there. I got out of there weeks ago. Hey, wait, Zach, how are Jeff and Todd, by the way? Dinner. <laughs> to be expected, they were huskier guys. All right, like Asian food. <laughs> oh my gosh. I should have asked this ahead of time. Do you guys allow vaping or smoking of any kind on the show? Yeah. We, we actually demand it. Um, <laughs> the cool part is with our show is that we, uh, all of the platforms we stream on know that we are 18 plus explicit content. Cool. So we can pretty much do or say whatever the fuck we want. Very um, I, w I wouldn't have it any other way. I really of wouldn't. Of course, of course. Which brings me to my next point. Uh, kids at home, remember at 45 minutes past the hour is the Criminally Mental Podcast cocaine bump time. So, okay. Uh, well, in, uh, no. Okay. Well, maybe not that far. Well, I'm, I'm only mildly prepared, but I can run down the street. <laughs> it's not a problem. I moved into this neighborhood for a reason. We're going uh, to get the worst email. Yeah, I was going to say, Zach, don't forget that I uh, I am part of the recovery community. They will come for my throat on this shit. I mean, we should we get into that aspect of it completely. I, I would like to mention now that that was a joke. Your boy is clean. I don't know. I don't even know my exact day because I don't remember when it happened. It was just like a week where everything went blank. And I was like, you know what? I'm done. So I don't know the date, but I know roughly I'm at like 14 months. That's good. So like, I, I'm not really too familiar with your content because most of my for you page is just hot cosplay girls. Cause sure. you know, um, absolutely uh, really respectable for you page. If I must say yeah, that. no, it's, you know, I expect most people should be that way. You know, it's, it's normal. <laughs> um, so have you, have you struggled with addiction and that sort of thing in the past? I went through some of your videos. I didn't really no. see you talking about it too much. It's not something that I've really talked about online, not for lack of comfort, but just there's never been a setting where I've talked about it. Um, but yeah, you know, I've had uh, my fair share of instances. I was on uh, the other end of the podium, and we call that I, heroin on the show. I think, right? Is that what we call it? We call it heroin. Is that what we're doing? Uh, no. So I mean, like, I was selling drugs. Oh, um, oh okay. I thought you meant the other. I, 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 uh, I don't. I think it's Biggie's rule number six of the Ten Commandments. I fucked up, and mm -hmm. I got. I had like a. Four hundred, five hundred dollar a day have it. That shit was taking my life over. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, and then I remember one day I was super fucked up, and I sat down and looked at my not my bank statements, my cash app transaction history. I did the numbers, and it totaled up to a brand new off the lot Honda Civic and like a house in Georgia. And oh. I went, oh wow, that's well. Hold that's on. Cool. I'm not this much money how am i spending more than i'm making in return oh there it oh. yeah i look in my closet at the good kid mad city record sitting and i'm like oh i know there it is that's the problem yeah we good now though well and despite that stuff as far as i know uh, you don't you don't have a criminal record do you because we bring a lot of people on with criminal records um but i've heard you tell some story times where it sounds like you've been close to getting yourself a criminal record so um, everything from juvie is sealed, but I fucked up a lot as a kid and have magically managed the two times I've been in like a sec. Anesthesia is the shit. You need to check them out. Yeah. I, thank you, man. I appreciate that. Uh, the two times I wound up in court since being an adult, I've actually only managed to be there twice. 
I got out both times. The judge just – and it was the same guy coincidentally, and both times he took every single charge and waved them, and I was done that day. Huh. I, I think I was really, really lucky. And one of those was a – I don't know if I can get into like that much detail, but one of the – one once the second trial was like five to ten minimum. Oh, and he dropped it. I literally walked out and fucking took my shirt off in the parking lot of um, West Justice Center in Southern California and just fucking breathed and then hit the floor. Jeez. I was shaking. Shit up. Well, the crazy and the good thing is that you were smart enough to take that as, you know, your sign that this is something you shouldn't oh, be yeah. doing. Oh, yeah. I mean, not all of us are that wise. That happened to me at one point in time, and my immediate thought was like, I can do so much other shit now. Oh, I can get you know? away with everything. Yeah, I can get away with everything. Like, that was my reaction to that. So good on you for having the right reaction. Yeah, I got really, really lucky. I mean, like, realistically, that uh, if if the one – I this and I can tell a piece of the story. It played out really weird. The second time that I'm referring to that I've been to court as an adult, I was off-roading. I have a big built truck. It's on my Instagram. Anybody at home wants to see it. It's a uh, 2013 Tacoma. I got seven inch in the front. I got Max Trek spindles and Camberg uppers and a full King kit for anybody that actually cares about that stuff. But I was a mile and a half deep into an off-road trail. So I'm in the woods and a California Highway Patrol at 50 miles an hour banging through the fucking trail and yeah. decided he really wanted to speak to me. So he like hit the brakes and drifted up in front of me. And by the time I even realized it was a cop and not some drunk jackass and an old Wrangler, he was already tapping on my window. Ooh. My homegirls were so we parked two other cars at the beginning of the trail, the trailhead, and they were in my trunk. So they tried to stick me with so many different reckless endangerment type charges. And I, I, at the end of it, I think there were like seven different things on the ticket, and I was going to court for like 14 things. It was actually That's something a lot of people don't don't really understand is uh, you really you very rarely get booked with one charge these days. Oh, no, no, no. I, I, I had like fucking half the possible California like records base just being thrown at me. Yeah, and that's that's something that is it's obviously a tactic that's used to make you panic in the situation, to make you talk, to make you want to sign whatever to get out of whatever. It's just uh, that's that's reality that, that we live with. So. It's also it's also a way that the cops can make sure that at least something sticks. Yeah. I know in my case, um, they slapped me with enough stuff that I was looking at fourteen years in prison. Ended up with less than a year. So <laughs> it's it's all about like. It's all about trying to, like Zach said, make you scared, but also they want something to stick. The cops, and we were just talking, uh, Tony, about trying to get a cop on this show. We've been having trouble because for some reason, cops, I don't know if they feel like they're going to get cornered by two felons who have been to jail, but we've been having a tough time trying to convince a cop to come on the show. Um, and I think part of the reason is they they know that we're going to probably call out some, some shit sure, we've seen. Sure as felons and as people who have been to jail. Colin has a buddy. I don't know who the hell the guy is, but I know they go back and forth a lot and they have like a mutual respect. Who's a cop on TikTok. And I know you talk to Colin quite a bit. Reach out to him. Well, we talk to, we talk to Colin when we need to. We, we have a policy about nerds on this show, Tony. Uh, we don't, uh, we don't, you don't usually associate with nerds. It makes so sense. There's another option. Okay. Well, if I can think of anyone else off the top of my head, that's like, Definitely not a nerd. <laughs> yeah, Zach. Zach doesn't like talking about Colin because Colin was super big when Zach was growing, and I think too many people. Too many people tagged Colin Ray. Yeah, too many people compared Zach to Colin, and so he he has a bit of a hard time talking about Colin Ray. Um, but for those of you who don't know, uh, episode three of the Criminally Mental podcast we did with Colin Ray. Um, if you want to hear Colin flip out on someone, oh his live in, the middle, in the middle of our show. So middle of our show. I love Colin, but he just like, someone called him out, I guess, because um, he was drinking and he kind of identifies like me as a sober person, but he talked about drinking. I guess someone called him something on his live and he uh, 
went in, the middle, in the middle of doing our show with us. So <laughs> we, uh, 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 how do I put it? Uh, Colin's a firecracker. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's, he's being Colin to this, like, you know, he, He's like, you know, fuck you, dog. You know, pull up to this fucking twelve-year-old or whoever he's talking to. But he probably said he's home address too, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know if he did that day, but I wouldn't doubt it. Actually, he's, he's, done, he's it done it so many times. I know it by heart. Oh, really? That many times? Uh, I remember. Oh, yeah, he drops his address on a regular basis. He's like, "Come fight me now." <laughs> it's awesome. I mean, I it's not awesome. But, like, it's awesome. I would love to get all the uh, TikToks, all the felon TikToks together and like do a boxing for charity match because I would love to see. That's how Colin and I became friends. Yeah, yeah, I've seen some of that. But I I was trying to host it. I pitched the idea to a bunch of people and then I posted about it and Colin commented and I replied to his comment not knowing him at all. I don't think I can morally or legally include you in this event, but you seem really cool. What's up? Well, and you know Zach, he used to like boxing for commissary was his gig in prison. Oh, yeah. So Zach, I think, would do pretty well at this, even for being like five foot two. Um, he would do a pretty good I mean, like he's 80 years old, but he's we got a short king in the building. I didn't know. <laughs> I, I give him a lot of shit for his height and age. Uh he's five eight, still pretty short though, for someone who's Six one. Um <laughs> six one. Yeah. Uh, but I like to give Zach last year. But for real, he used to do um commissary boxing. From what I've heard, he was pretty good. So I, like I also used to box and do Krav Maga, so I mean that's kind of a thing. But yeah, I'd be Krav Maga so good. is fucking heavy. I did yeah. jiu-jitsu for like six or seven years and I dabbled in Muay Thai for a little bit because I had Muay Thai classes at my Oh, dude, we should definitely meet up and roll together. That'd be fun. Hey, if you want to roll, I am always down. Anyone that I've ever met from TikTok with like a wrestling background immediately is like, oh, let's roll. And then I put you in a Kimura and you're like, oh, what the fuck? Motherfucker, I'm not trying to pin you. I'm trying to break your elbow. Yeah, it's, like, it's two, different, <laughs> two different schools of thought. One's trying to win a sport. The other one's trying to end an existence. So, yes. uh, <laughs> well, that- if, if you're into that kind of thing, look up Sage Bender on TikTok. He's just like a stereotypical fuckboy, very pretty man, but he's a two-time world champion. I know, Sage. I know, I know him. So I love Sage. Sage flew out here a little bit again. I've never met him, but I'm aware of his content. So oh, I love Sage. I would love. There's a couple people that I think would be so cool for like getting TikTokers together. Like not even necessarily for fighting, but that's where my mind goes because I yeah, do boxing. Because TikTokers fight each other, it just sounds hilarious. I, I, feel exactly. like, I feel like it would probably de-evolve into that anyway. Yeah, that's not what we did. So, but there's some people like I love a challenge, and there's some people that I'm like positive I would lose against, but I would just love to box against. So, like Colin, I would love to box against Colin. We're pretty similar height and weight wise. Like he's got a little bit height on me, but I would love to box against him. I don't think I'd stand a chance but I would love to do it. And then the other one, I think I would get obliterated by, but I would love to do it. Um, Justin Demented from TikTok. He's yeah. uh, is that homeboy that looks like the dude from Shameless? Yeah, that's the guy yeah. who does yeah. like, he always is doing the prison bakes, even sure. though he hasn't been in prison. I'm like, bro, you can get access to such good food now. Wait, I'm sorry, he hasn't been to prison? No, he hasn't been to prison in a long time. He's oh, been, yeah. it, he's been out for years and years and years. Right? Yeah. He's still making like prison food, and it's like, homie. Yeah. But it'll make like fashion stinger is good for the soul. It is, but like, bro. I, I, so it's funny I'm saying that because I got these chips right here, the whole shebang chips, which are like exclusive to jails and prisons. Commissary food. I'm always giving him shit because I'm like, bro, you're out now. You realize that, right? You don't have to put hot Cheetos on everything to give it flavor. Sure. Like, sure. Tony, if you could, if you could fight a TikToker, who Ooh. would it? Be. That's a good question. How many people are watching right now? Um, on here we got sixty-three, but just so you know, we put this on our podcast, and we get any for anywhere from three to twelve thousand views on our podcast every Phenomenal. week. Um, okay, then we're gonna keep this as a friendly fight. Someone I would just like to like, you know, get in the ring with and roll with, because I have plenty of people that I would properly just like to catch outside Saddle Ranch and hit them with a fucking bottle. But we'll, yeah, that fair. needs to be announced at some point. It's got to be the whole thing. 
Yeah, uh, it's premeditated. Oh, if you know. no, no, uh, uh, easy off rip. Doesn't matter. You can name the when, the where. I'll do it with an arm tied behind my back. Tony Lopez. I want to beat the shit out of you. Oh, uh, I think you'll have to fight Colin for that fight, though. <laughs> There's so many people that are ahead of Colin. <laughs> Um, I don't know if you've been keeping up with our content. We did a whole expose on Eric B. Zink. I would love to fight Eric B. Zink. God damn it. That's what I was going to pick. He's another predator right now on TikTok. He's not getting enough hate um, because he identifies, he calls himself a mental health. Oh, I, dude, I saw both of your videos about this motherfucker. I, yeah. I didn't look into it too much, though. Give me the rundown. Um, so he basically, um, he was using his platform as a mental health platform and he put his phone number online so anyone could text him. Well, what started happening was um, young underage. Strike number one. Yeah, strike number one. I'm a mental health advocate. You will not find my phone number anywhere online. You know why? Because that's super inappropriate. Yeah. Um, but strike number two was um, he's, they started showing some of the messages. People were like catching him with... What was the one that he said, Zach? Um, he was talking to a 15-year-old girl. He was talking to a 15-year-old girl who had come come to him for help uh, through one of his lives or something. And uh, he asked her directly when the last time she showered was, asked her if her butt smelled, asked her uh, if her butt smells more when she farts, which I feel like is just a basic mechanics question anyway. But, um, yeah, a lot of very inappropriate, odd, odd things. Additionally, like... Uh, you know, when we did that expose thing on him, like, man, we had people coming out of the woodworks contacting oh, yeah. him, like, like saying that they were victims of his and like shit like that. It, it was crazy. I mean, I this is from this a therapy point of view, I could understand the shower thing. There's an angle to make that make sense because when people get depressed, you know, they stop taking care of themselves. But it doesn't sound like he was coming at it from that angle. It's well, like he just wants to know. Zach left out like one of the most important comments in that. It was the very last thing that it shows in that oh. comment section was um, if your butt smells, no one's going to want to have sex with you. And, oh, my God. Yeah. And he's like 40. His wife divorced him after all this came out. So he's no, trying to be like, he tried to say that it was like, oh, you can make anything look like anything. And he said it was taken out of context. But I was like, bro, your wife left you like there's more behind this than you want to admit. Oh, you are absolutely both going to be on his kill list at some point or another. This man's going to snap and your names are going at the very Oh, he's he already snapped. for that fucker to show up at my house. Bet. You want to fight a schizophrenic felon, bro? I will black the fuck out. I will plead insanity. And I will happily eat applesauce in a psych ward for the rest of my life. And the best part is you didn't even have to do it alone. You guys could all jump him. Exactly. All the hallucinations. All the hallucinations involved. <laughs> If I had to choose a TikToker to fight, um, Trisha Paytas. <laughs> oh, solid. Trisha yeah. Paytas. Solid. Absolutely. Yeah. One, two, knock that bitch out. Just done. Solid, solid, it's dude. done. It's over. I don't I get mean, I can, I can. I can think of about 150 reasons off the top of my head that would make that completely justified. Yeah. But, uh, person, uh, never mind. I, I, I could go on a tangent about that woman for an hour. She is heinous. I know she's gone now, but I still really want to fight that vegan teacher. I'm just afraid she would like crumble into ash if you hit her once. It's That would go one of two ways. One, she would crumble into ash when you touched her. Or two, she'd turn out to be some like weird ancient titan creature. He is poison ivy. No, she is poison ivy. Exactly. Yeah, that those the only two outcomes with with Venus flytraps are just gonna start coming out of the floor. <laughs> <laughs> I could see that. I'm so glad she's off TikTok now. Like, oh, is that a real thing? Like permanently? Mm. Yeah, they even banned her. They banned her IP address. She couldn't even make side accounts. Damn. She made like eight. Yeah, which, technically speaking, is a problem in itself because there's a term in the TikTok rules you can't evade your ban. So making more accounts is. Like what? I, know, I know that she was. I know that she was guilty of basic bullshittery. But like, what was it she did that got herself banned? She um. Well, oh, she uh, she made a comparison. I, she uh, she was super sexual to like I think Nick Davis. Yeah, it was, 
it was an underage kid and she said something about um no. well if, if you want to impress girls just show them your banana and then she pulled out some like banana and grapefruit and it was an underage boy and yeah. she's like i wasn't sexualizing him if you ever want to see and all she called stuff. she called someone else a pedophile she was like you're the one that made it sexual and she's holding an eggplant and yeah. like cylindrical fruits i don't well, think it was nick davis I definitely don't. I thought that because I just. I... And uh, the guy she called a pedophile, the one who has, if you ever want to like fact check all the terrible shit she's done, Ethan Trace is the guy who worked hard to get her banned and has all the like crazy, like she's compared um, like animals and farms to the Holocaust. She like personally attacked. She compares it to slavery a lot but she personally attacked like a small dairy farmer out in Vermont and basically said his wife was like condoning the rape of other women because they have breeding cows there. Um, and like, so she has said some terrible things. I'm honestly surprised it took her that long to get banned. She is just, she's like, Oh, some of the stuff she said, she's compared it to like the LGBT coming out as a vegan to coming out as like gay or bi or something. Heard that one. No, she she just went so far with the analogies. She dug her whole a long time ago. It's just taken so long to shovel the dirt back in. Yeah. The weird, the weird thing is, as annoying as I truly find her to be, and I truly wish just the worst things for her in this world, um, there is a part of me that kind of respects the hustle. Like she made, she cut a fucking edge out of this world by oh, pissing yeah. people off who ate meat, and she that was her shit. And she, she ran more hate comments than Tony Lopez, but yeah. she was pushing through. Now, granted, well, I guess she did end up hypersexualizing a child. So. Yeah, yeah, that's that. I think that's where across the board, everyone's kind of like, we're done. Oh, with yeah. you at this point. oh yeah. no doubt. Well, and what I noticed gonna... with TikTok specifically, they're always fifteen. It's yeah. always the thing. Always it's the thing. always that number. It's so fucking them. Yeah, it's well, and like we've talked about on this show before, because me and Zach, obviously, as two felons, we're not perfect people. But as people who have been incarcerated, we know where the line is drawn, and that's taking advantage of people who can't defend themselves, including children. The and children, disabled folk. Yep. No matter what you are in jail for, I've, I've respected attempted murderers more than like, th yeah. there's a certain bond between people who have spent time incarcerated and we all draw the line, no matter how shitty your crime is, no matter what you did, we all draw the line yeah. at taking advantage of people who can't sure. defend themselves. Yeah. Well, in Cali, you also get fucked up for domestic violence, like without circumstances, they won't even ask. They'll just get you. you. Yeah. And I think that's another case of, you know, taking advantage of, I'm not saying women can't ever defend themselves, but if you're a fucking 50 pound man yeah. and you're beating on a hundred pound woman, like, yeah, I think that's where part of that comes from. Cause that's another, I know people with domestic violence, even Wisconsin get like, it's, I, that's probably just another, like you're, you're doing something, you know, that you're not going to get backlash. Like, you know, that she's not going to be able to fight you back. That's just the idea of kicking the shit out of somebody that you know can't do anything back is pussy. Yeah. I think it just comes down to cowardice, really. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, you know, I can remember sitting around talking with guys on my block, you know, like, how'd you get in here and blah, blah, blah. No matter, no matter how bad whatever they did was, at the end of the day, it did incur a little bit of respect from me. Like, oh, take some balls to try that. You yeah. failed, but it takes some balls to do that. Or like, oh, you were doing that? All right, you know, I give you respect for at least doing that, being about your shit. I feel like you should probably clarify we're, we're no longer on the topic of domestic violence. No, we are, actually are. Okay. Um, and then when, uh, when, when it comes down to people who were locked up for domestic violence, you know, like they're, what do you do with that? Yeah. Like if you were, were someone who, you know, like attacked somebody who was defenseless, a child or did anything like that, there, there's no honor in that. There was no ends means in that. You weren't trying to make money with that. You weren't even trying to do a hustle. You, you're just, you're just a piece of shit yeah. for free. You know, I mean, there's not a lot to respect there. So. Louis, look, I, I, it's always it's such a weird way to put this. I, I mean, the, my philosophy, as occasionally toxic as it may be, is like I just, I, I physically could not 
see or even god forbid ever even think of putting my hands on a woman and when i see somebody doing it i break in like even if she's in the wrong but louis ck a while ago was like don't say there's no reason to hit a woman there's a million reasons you just don't fucking do it yeah what was his example she could fucking cheat on you run your accounts dry and hit you over the head with a base or some shit I thought Louis C.K. was the one who said, like, what if what if you walk in, she has already drowned two of your kids and she's about to drown the third one. Then can you hit her? I think that was the example he gave her. Maybe that was I don't remember that. What the fuck? That might have been another comedian then. I would like to take a moment to just remind all of our listeners here at the Criminally Mental Podcast that we do not condone domestic violence in any way, shape, or form. And uh yeah, definitely not. I think we've made that clear. That's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. A you just have an ad roll every fifteen minutes. Yeah, just every fifteen way. minutes, just public service announcement. You know, <laughs> and I, that's common sense. But a lot of folks on the internet don't have that. We all know that. Well, yeah. we've. I mean, as bigger creators, we all know that. Like, we've seen comments that really greatly point out the lack of education and understanding that basic understanding should have you know and it's like oh, yeah. uh, what are like some of the most you get with your content tony because i know for us it's oh yeah, they're balanced. Frustrating shit, so to speak yeah just like any stupid shit it can be about your character the way you look like i don't know most common shit i get is about being a felon addict schizophrenic like like yeah. hate comments in general i don't really get anything and it puts me in a weird position because everybody around me does yeah I don't shit and uh I mean, I'll get them occasionally, but I never even see them. Someone else has to point it out to me. I've uh, developed a reputation that I just don't care. And if you're going to something, it's either going to fall on deaf ears or maybe I'll make you delete your own account. Like, I will find a way to put you in a position where you sit up at night thinking about the comments that were just made back to you and you just delete social media for a while. Yeah. Thank your thoughts. But it's, it's really rare. The wig joke is so fucking annoying. Oh, my God. Colin started it, and it was funny for a few weeks. I was like, this is frustrating at first, and then I found the humor in it, and I was like, ah, this is cool. It's been so fucking long, I'm convinced some of these people don't realize it's a joke. Yeah. Wait, is that, do you do you actually not wear a wig? Is that not a thing? <laughs> I swear to God, I'm gonna I'm gonna find. No, out. no, real real question because like that was a big thing. They were doing like a huge thing about you. You thought it was serious? Yeah, it seemed All like it. Get to fuck with me? No, my hair is very very <laughs> real. Boy, dog, dog, you you don't gotta prove nothing to me, homie. I'm, I mean, look, you got a wig, you got a wig. You know, no, I'm just right. fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I remember that. Man. That was. I didn't know that was still going on for you, to be honest. It's, it's nowhere near as big, but um, it just got so annoying because I frankly just want to see other comments. If it was the wig comments in conjunction with anything else, then I really wouldn't give a shit. But it's just, it's been so long now and it's always the top comment. It makes me not want to look at my comments because it's boring. Yeah. So that's better than the reason I don't look at my comments because if I look at my comments, I usually have Christians telling me I need to get an exorcism for my schizophrenia. So <laughs> I don't know what's Hold wrong. On, I forgot I mean, something. It happened for a short period of time and it stopped. I made fun of a pastor one time by accident. <laughs> I stitched a pastor, not realizing he was a pastor. I thought that it, it was so happy and energetic i was like oh this is a bit not nah, he was dead serious okay oh, down i woke up to like i think the most comments i've ever like the least likes and least mentions but the most comments like by by ratio i'd ever gotten and it oh, was just God. like jesus saves i'm so sorry you've strained so far from the light and i was oh fuck well, i uh my mom or sorry, my wife is an active practicing Christian. I'm, I'm, if you could tell, I'm definitely not, sure. but uh, I've every, every time I get comments like that, I'll stitch it. I'll send it to her. I'll be like, Hey, come get your people. Uh, because Christian TikTok, they will come for you, dude. They are fucking savage dog. They are savage as fuck. 
And like, okay, so like I've managed to piss off literally every side of TikTok at one point or another, whether I've made fun of your people, your friends, or your family. Like at some point in time, uh, someone or someone like you has ended up in a skit of mine. That's just how things work. But uh, whenever I make any even remotely religious comment, like I referred to the New Testament as um, biblical or Jesus Christ fan fiction. And I received like, I think it was like, you just made me remember another one. I got attacked by the God people twice. There was an audio that was like, you read the Bible. Now get ready for the Bible too. Jesus ain't Caruso fucking around. And I walk into forever ago. A long time ago, me and Chris Udala were the only people that could get away. Tony stole his beer from the fuck. Me and Chris Udala were the only people that could get away with breaking specific TOS. You couldn't drink and you couldn't smoke. Didn't matter who you were, there was no aid guidelines on it. It just got taken down. And for some reason, me and Chris were fine. So I was trying to bend those rules as far as I could. And I walked in a frame with a fucking liter of Smirnoff and a Glock. Oh my gosh. Jesus ain't Crusoe fucking around. And then I tripped. I didn't, I wasn't actually fucked up, but I ate shit, posted it. And it stayed up for a little bit. And then I got banned until like 2080. I got banned from posting and I had to appeal it. Yeah, that was their way of permabanning me. Damn. Crap. Yeah. I've been permabanned twice. Damn. That's insane. Um, the farthest I've gone is uh, my lives get banned a lot when I'm having schizophrenic episodes because I hit myself and swear impulsively. Yeah. Um, so my lives get banned a lot. They've never banned my account yet. Uh, but I thought I came close when we were doing the expose on, um, you know, the predators on TikTok. For some reason, they really come after us about that. They uh, just don't like the subject matter being discussed, which is so fucking frustrating when you're trying to talk about it in a shedding light kind of way because at the end of the day they don't want the when that video gets shared and the tiktok logo plasters itself on there they just don't want it associating and it's such a pussy angle yeah well you know what they, they, could- what they need to realize though is there's i mean especially with what we're doing with our little little group and we've done some stuff with it but uh, there's enough of us creators who are big enough creators on here yep. that we should be able to address this issue because they're not going to listen to anything but money. Realistically. No, absolutely. And that's where, who they make money off of. They, and, and, and they, they, I want to say unintentionally, but at the end of the day, we don't know. TikTok gods, please don't strike me with lightning. They're yeah. fostering a community that protects people that should not be protected. Exactly. Well, and they could solve a lot of the conversation about it if they remove the people from the app who are known to be doing it. Like, it would save them. That's the image thing they're worried about. I wouldn't talk about it if I didn't know that people like Tony Lopez and Eric B. Zink still had fucking platforms. That's such an easy easy place we could start, too. Everyone who... What they need is a little fucking anonymous tip box. They need the fucking thing that they have at HR where you can just write a note and stick it in there and be like, hey, I heard this about this person. Here's 48 fucking screenshots. And then they review it and, I don't know, maybe have somebody with, like, morals take a look at it instead of a robot. Yeah. So, uh, you know, off the topic of uh, pedophiles on TikTok, um, I just, we got some good comments in here for you, and we are coming to the end of our time here. I wanted to thank you for coming on. Uh, Do you got anything else you want to talk to the people about before we head out? We can, yeah, a couple minutes. Uh, The halfway house is probably the biggest thing. For those of you that don't know, I'm in a content group, which is more just like a sober living, but I promise you the name will be explained eventually, uh, called Halfway. Uh, we just actually got our house two days ago, and that big announcement came out today, and oh. it's being suppressed so hard. It's got a 50-50 ratio, and the oh. will not move. It's so fucking, I'm just staring at it, waiting for the number to go up. But come fuck with Halfway, where a content house is going to do things a little differently, and we talk about the shit no one else is willing to. Like, for example, we're fucking broke. And we're not trying to portray this image of everything being peachy. And we don't censor swearing, even though it'll get us more views. And that's that one statement right there represents the entire ideology around the whole bitch. Expect to see lots of things exploding and getting beat the fuck up. Inanimate objects getting beat up. Maybe people, but probably not. 
(laughs) You guys heard it. If you guys want to tune in to something about polyamory and the swinger lifestyle, go to the halfway house. (laughs) Trevor Wagner will eat you. (laughs) (laughs) It will eat you. Oh my God. No, I, uh, so I follow like everyone in your group and it seems like a really, you know, I get so sick of seeing the, bullshit houses we got on tiktok now all young kids just doing tiktok dances and the house nobody asked for was so promising and i respect the way that they went about it absolutely but someone's got to pick up their slack and may i probably shouldn't say this but like if you're interested in keeping up with halfway remember that name i just said and watch our fucking videos like the next two weeks all right, bet. Well, I'm definitely, I'm already tuned in. Uh, I love your guys' shit. And, you know, if you ever need a schizophrenic to come hang out for a week or two. Oh, I can think of a handful of skits. I'd be down, man. And, yep. you know, if you need a five foot four, 80 year old gay Jew, I'm sure Zach would love to come out. With an intro like that, how can I say no? <laughs> <laughs> Thank, right. you guys. Thank you guys so much for having me on. Yeah. Any last words for the people today, Zach? Uh, I just want to thank you again for coming on, man. And we'd love to have you on again sometime. Sure. Just hit me up, whatever. Do drugs, drink alcohol, and execute Order 66. And by the way, do nothing I just said. (laughs) Valid. Always end on a strong note. Say goodnight, Cody. (laughs) All right. Thank you guys so much. Everyone have a great night. Don't forget to check out Manscaped. And uh, just a reminder, because of Manscaped, Zach can finally shave his old man balls. Make sure you use code GALLOWOP for 20% off and free shipping. I'm Peace 30, out, everybody. I'm 33, you cantankerous asshole. <laughs> sure, keep keep to that story, man. Everyone have a good night. <sighs>